It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. This is a Spiva Media production. It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. Hey there, welcome to my show. My name is Cindy Liming and I'm your host and I talk about all the things that I find to be awesome in this journey called life. By sharing what I find, I hope that you too will be able to create more awesomeness in your corner of the world. Before we get started with today's topic, I wanted to remind you that I have some pretty good deals right now on my website, which is yourdailydoseofawesomepodcast.com. Lately, I've been working to make my home plastic-free. And if you haven't heard our nation's plastic, you know, the plastic that we throw in the recycling bin, used to be bought by China. Well, China no longer takes our plastic. So as of now, any plastic that you put in your recycling bin ends up in the landfill. Well, at least most of it, so I hear. And to hear more about this, check out episode 59 by going to yddoa.com slash 59. I'm still really bothered by this, and I continue to be looking for ways to reduce plastic in my home. And one company that I found is called Plain Products, and they sell body care products that come in refillable plastic-free containers. Plain Products will give my listeners 20% off your first order. And you can get the deal at yddoa.com slash deals. Also, My Green Fills does the same thing, but only with laundry detergent. And they send you laundry detergent in a plastic jug like most companies. But that will be the last plastic jug you ever buy. Because after that, they send you a refill, which is a small package of laundry powder that you mix with warm water. And I love it. Our clothes smell awesome. But get this, my listeners get 50 free loads. Yes, 50 free loads. And get this fantastic deal by going to yddoa.com slash deals. So let's dive into today's topic, which is Huga. What? What did she say, you might be thinking? What's that? Well, Huga which is spelled H-Y-G-G-E, is a Danish word for the art of cozy. And it is one of my favorite things. And it's all over Pinterest. I did a little research on Huga for this episode, and I stumbled upon a blog post by Lindsay Matthews on Country Living. And I really like how she described Huga. So I'm going to read just a portion of it to you right now. So pronounced Huga, like H O O G A, Huga. 
This Danish concept cannot be translated into one single word, but encompasses a feeling of cozy, contentment, and well-being through enjoying the simple things in life. If you've ever enjoyed reading a book indoors on a rainy Sunday or a cup of hot cocoa on a snowy day, you've experienced Huga without even knowing it. Huga is such an important part of being Danish that it is considered a defining feature of our cultural identity and an integral part of the national DNA, Sorry, according to Mike Wiking, the CEO of the Happiness Research in Copenhagen. So that's the end of the part that I'm going to read to you from that blog post. So in a nutshell, it's being intentional about being cozy. And I think in our society, we are like so fast paced, get as much as you can done. And, um, and it's just work, work, work all the time. Um, so Huga for me anyway, is being a little bit more intentional about being cozy and really enjoying life. So if you've been listening for a while, my life moves at a pace that feels like a hundred miles per hour. And it is hard to get my Huga on unless I make time for it. And you might have a pretty chaotic life as well, maybe even to the point where you don't know how you're going to find the time for this lovely concept. But you can, and it's important, so you can make the time. And as much as I want a huga all the time, well, that's just not going to happen. But trust me, with fall making its presence known here in northeastern Ohio, I am finding a way to huga, even if it's only for a few minutes. So... First, like I said, you've got to make time for it. I've been in a time-saving frenzy lately. I'm almost competing with myself um, to figure out ways to save time. And looking back, I think I was craving more time to actually live than work constantly. I'm a teacher, so once August rolled around, I started to panic. And I don't really know why, because I was super busy all, all summer, too. But I guess it's just a different kind of busy. But once I knew I had to go back to work, I started to panic. And then once the school year was in full swing, my own kids were going back to school. Soccer and volleyball started. And my son's a senior this year, and he started making loads of college visits. And I've had to help him apply to all these different colleges. It's just so much work. Um, and then my long-distance husband, uh, his boys are also involved in sports, and not to mention I have a second job. So I just kept looking at my life and thinking, how am I ever going to take care of myself? And how will I ever get to spend any time with my husband or kids? Because watching my daughter McKenna play volleyball two to three times a week isn't really spending time together. I really felt like I was losing control and losing myself. And I know a lot of you can probably relate to this. So how did I make more time? Well, I became a morning person, which was monumental. So if you want to hear how I did it, check out episode 57 by going to yddoa.com slash 57. I cleaned off my desk at work and revamped and simplified how I organize everything at work. This too was monumental. I am knocking out tasks like nobody's business at work. And to hear uh, more about my new system at work, check out episode 60 by going to yddoa.com slash 60. 
And then lastly, in last week's episode, uh, episode 61, I talk about how I quit doing laundry for the other capable beings in my home, which has saved me a ton of time. So to check that one out, go to yddoa.com slash 61. And I'm not going to lie to you or exaggerate in any way. None of these things happened overnight. I'm a real human being with kids and work, and uh, I'm probably like most of you. So I'm not a life coach, guru, or anything like that. I haven't written a book yet on how to quickly make life more awesome because I really don't think there's a quick fix. Um, There's no five-step program or anything to what I talk about on my show. I'm just a real person telling you how I did it, and there are no secrets here. I just was never actually taught how to be organized, and I figured out ways that work for me. And I'm loving life and my new self, and I want to share it with you so you too can create more awesome in your life. I have clawed my way out of disarray. So if that is where you are, keep on listening. And if you are already super organized and you can hear my stress, then suggestions are always welcome on how to make life more awesome. But I'll be honest with you, I'm not as stressed out as I used to be because I took care of all of those things that I just mentioned. So I kind of went off on a tangent, but you have to make time to HUGA because HUGA is awesome. So let's talk about HUGA activities first. And there are a lot of them, but I'm only going to talk about the ones that I actually can make happen in my life. So once you make um, some time to HUGA, one of the activities of HUGA is getting together with friends or family. Now, I get together with my parents just about every other weekend. My mom likes to cook, so both of my, and both of my parents, they actually like to take us out and go out to eat every once in a while. So my mom likes to cook a nice meal or we'll go out to eat together, all of us. And that is so huga. And then when my mom cooks, usually on a Sunday, um, when we're finished, we'll often sit on our huge couch and watch the Browns game. It's our custom here in Cleveland, Ohio, that on Sundays, all things stop so that you can watch the Browns lose, typically, but it gives us a chance to practice Huga. Clevelanders are awesome at this Sunday afternoon practice, or it might be Monday night when we have to play an impossible team where all of the country gets to watch and critique us on SportsCenter, but don't even get me started on that. Clevelanders know how to Huga even if they don't realize it. Also, getting together with friends is another way to get your huga on. So this is a weak area for me. I'm lucky because I have friends who know what my life is like and are pretty understanding. However, typically, if they ask me to do something, I try really, really hard to make it happen. And I recently went to lunch with two friends, one of which I had not seen in three years. Really? But I must say it was a really great time. Huga points for me. And then according to Google, bringing nature inside is also huga. And I did this without even realizing that I was hoogaling. I'm addicted to Pinterest, which by the way, scrolling on your phone is not huga, but I am addicted to Pinterest. I, I'll admit it. And I found these cool crafts to make from acorns. And lately, um, just a few weeks ago, I made my own candles, also huga, but we'll get into that in a minute. And I hot glued um, acorns to the lids of the candles. Now, I'm a beast when, when I get a hot glue gun in my hands. You better just watch out. 
So I made these, um, I also did this thing. I made these little gnomes. I saw this on Pinterest and, um, and I used the acorn tops as their little hats. And I know this is kind of weird, but I'm going to put this out there right now. Um, like I said, I found them on Pinterest and by golly, I made a few. Why? I say, why the heck not? Make an acorn gnome for crying out loud. I tried, I'll try to remember to, um, put some pics on my, uh, on my website and on Instagram of my gnomes. But for the record, my kids think they're the cutest things. And I handed one to my friend at work, and she immediately smiled hugely and exclaimed, this makes me happy. I want to stay in here with you. And it made me feel really good to see her reaction. And all these little gnomes will do is make you smile. I even sent some to the college kids in my life because um, I just know it's going to make them smile. I can't wait till they get it. And so maybe it's weird, but when you see them, you'll smile and maybe you'll make your own. And let me just say, every time I put a little gnome in someone's hand and um, and I say to them, here, have a gnome, <laughs> they go crazy with smiles and laughter. And their reaction is the fuel to my fire to make more and give them away because I just love the reaction that I'm getting when I put a cute little gnome in someone's hands. Sometimes Huga has nothing to do with making time to get cozy, although that's my favorite part. Um, but uh, Huga can simply be making your living space hoogly. So article after article that I've read about Huga um, says that candles are a must. And the thing is, I usually go for Yankee candles, which I've since read that scented candles technically are um, not Huga. But... Um, I like them, so I like my Yankee candle, but they're kind of on the pricey side. Luckily for me, though, I learned how to make my own candles when I went to camp with my fifth graders, and I'll put some links also on how to make them. It's pretty easy. Um, we did, uh, we did, um, the type of candles that you dip, um, the wick in wax, and that is very, gosh, I can't even think of the word. I don't know. There's something about it to watch the wax get thicker and create a candle. Um, that's how we did it at camp, um, like how the pioneers did it. But um, at home, um, I've been using soy to make mine. So I bought some um, like soy, soy shavings, I guess, for lack of a better word. I think I bought like um, like 10 pounds of it and it was pretty cheap. Um, but, um, that's how I'm making them at home. I'm melting the wax, but making candles totally puts me in my happy place. And they're not as fragrant as the Yankee candle brand, but I use essential oils, um, in that soy wax and it seems to do the trick. They're somewhat scented, but not as scenty, I guess, for lack of a better word as the Yankee candle brand. But it still does what it needs to do. So um, <clears throat> the night that I was making them, I don't know how I managed, but I didn't have any kids that night. And uh, I spent hours um, a few nights ago making these soy candles. And soon enough, it was after midnight, and I didn't even realize it. The best part of that, though, was that my teenage daughter and her friends came home while I was making them, and they joined in on the fun. And it was such a great night. Um, it was a memory I want to hold on to for the rest of my life. And at any rate, I now have lots of candles and some really good memories, and those candles were made very cheaply. And in addition, I'll be giving some away as gifts this year, too. So more bank for my buck. 
And like I said, I'll add a link in the show notes on how to make candles. It's pretty easy and fun. Um, I light my Yankee candle, though. Uh, Every morning I have it on the coffee table. Every morning while I write in my prayer journal, that's part of my morning routine. And I have my cup of coffee before everyone wakes up. So just picture it. I don't even turn on the... um, the bright lights in my living room. I have like a lower lighting that I turn on and I have my coffee and I have my candle. So just picture all of that. And I, that's how I start my morning. It's great. It really is Huga at its finest. And in addition, this particular candle that I bought through Yankee Candles, um, is, uh, it's one of those that like crackle. So I get that fiery fireplace sound. So that's a bonus points for me. Another hoogly staple that one should have around the house are cozy blankets. And we have some really soft ones in our living room. In fact, if you get on Pinterest, um, there are uh, lots of tutorials on how to make, um, it's like, like really, really thick yarn and you take it and you can like I mean I've seen people like crochet it like it's called arm crocheting I think is what it's called and then there's some other ways that you can do this and they swear it takes 45 minutes I've not actually tried it yet but that's going to be my next thing um is making one of those really thick yarn um cozy blankets and we have some really soft blankets in our living room and I love wrapping up in my blanket in the evening with my little girl Lately, we've taken up loom knitting, which has been fantastic. Haley, my eight-year-old, snuggles right up next to me, and we have um, knitted hats, and we are working on a baby blanket right now. And loom knitting is super addictive, Um, and it is so, so hygge. I even taught my students, some of my students, how to do it, and there is so much joy in my classroom. Um, They like to come in during their lunch and recess, if you can believe that one. (laughs) So instead of going outside to play, they want to come in and loom knit. Um, And often they tell me that it is their favorite time of the day. I mean, you'd think they'd want to go outside and be loud, but no. My, some of my students, not all of them because I have 130 of them, but there's a, like 10 of them that like to, uh, they choose to come in and get hoogly with me and loom knit. Even the boys, they love it. So you men out there, loom knitting is really good for the soul. You should give it a try. And I'll put an Amazon link in the show notes on where to get all of the um, the looms. You can also get them at Michael's too. But if you shop on Amazon frequently like I do, I'll put a link to um, some of the looms that we've been using. And there's so much on Pinterest that I can make with my loom. And um, another cool thing is that Um, you get into this kind of meditative state. So like um, after I get Haley to bed, one time I like put on an audio book and I I loom knitted. But um, this one night though, um, I didn't have a book on, I didn't have the TV on. I just sat there um, loom knitting and I got into this kind of meditative state. And, um, and this thought came into my head. I was like, what if I had no one to make a hat for? And what if I didn't have anyone to give a gnome to? And you know what? I had like an overwhelming feeling of gratitude in that moment and sat loom knitting and just sat there thanking God for all the people I could knit something for. It was just quiet, just this quiet time. But it was really, really a great feeling. Actually, it was really hygge. 
The last hygge activity I'm going to tell you about is how I'm getting hoogly in my car. And I have to drive an hour to see my long-distance husband, so I often listen to podcasts and books on Audible. Well, guess what book I'm reading right now? Well, I'm really not reading it. I'm listening to it on Audible. It's a book about hygge. And by the way, Audible, if you didn't know, it's an app you can get on your phone and you can download books. But it's a book on hygge. That's right. I'm listening to The Little Book of Hygge by Mike Wiking um, as I drive. It's great. So if you'd like to get this audiobook for free, you can check out my website once again at yddoa.com slash deals. But this book is so interesting. I really, really love learning more and more about how to get cozy in the Danish culture. And there's all kinds of little little facts and things that he talks about in this book that I've learned about. Like um, just this morning when I was driving, I was listening to it. And um, he talks about all of these words that, that cultures have that other cultures might not have out of necessity. And like who goes one of those words? Um, for the Danish culture. But I'm now so obsessed with it that I asked my husband, Bill, if we could please take a trip to Denmark. And he said yes. So after retirement, more than likely, but yay, I want to go to Denmark and get hygge with the pros. <laughs> so how do I get my hygge on? Well, number one, you got to first create time for it. You don't need to create a ton of time for it too, either. I mean, I know you, everybody's busy, um, but create a little bit of time to hygge. Number two, get together with friends and family and eat some comfort food. Number three, watch some football on a Sunday afternoon or watch some Netflix. Number four, bring nature inside. Make a tiny gnome with an acorn hat and delight your friends. <laughs> I know it sounds so weird, but you'll just have to see them. I'll put some pictures out. You'll see what I'm talking about. And if someone handed one to you, you'd go crazy. I just handed one to an ex-student of mine. There's a student that comes in and helps me at the end of the day because he gets out of um, he gets out of school before my kids do. So um, he comes in and I just sit here, have a gnome, and I put it in his hand and he went crazy. He loved it. Number five, make some candles or buy some and light some. That is so cozy to have candlelight around the house. Number six, have some cozy blankets readily available. Or try making one. Like I said, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do a, sh a little episode on how that goes when I get around to making my very chunky blanket out of that thick um, yarn. I have to get my hands on that. It's all over Pinterest, though. So if you want to look it up, look it up. Um, number seven, try your hand at knitting or crocheting. Now, loom knitting, at least, is the easiest for me. And little kids can do it, too, because Haley can do it and do it together. I love loom knitting with Haley next to me on the couch in our cozy blankets. It's so hoogly. Number eight, get in the car um, and listen to a book on Audible. And if you want to step up your, your <laughs> if you want to step up your hygge game, Listen to a book about hygge in the car. Well, I hope you enjoyed my episode on hygge. I really, really love talking about it, as you can tell. Um, and again, hygge, it's the art of getting cozy. And I love it. So let me know how you hygge by joining my Facebook group at www.facebook.com slash groups slash YDDOA. 
And I will post some pics of my little gnomes there and on Instagram. And if you're not already following me, you're going to want to because I know you really want to see what these little gnomes look like. (laughs) And if you don't want to, trust me, you want to. But follow me on Instagram at yourddofawesome. And you can also find me on Twitter at Cindy Liming, and Cindy is spelled C-Y-N-D-I. Liming is L-I-M-I-N-G. So go get your huga on, my friends, and I can't wait to hear all about it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.